Hello, welcome to Ashes Daily. Here we go again. Here we go again. It's Hobart time, isn't it? Uh, I am Tony Kerr and Adam Bayfield is back in the phone box. Hello, Tony. Yeah, it's uh, it's just my usual hangout these days. Uh, even when we're not doing Ashes Daily, I just spend every lunchtime in the phone box. But nice to, nice to have a chat with you today. Well, a bit of privacy in there, you know, you can sort of just while away the hours. I just stood in the phone box. I'm just making lots of phone calls, just making lots of long distance phone calls. But I mean, it's possible that younger listeners wouldn't even know what a phone box is, really. <laughs> I didn't even know they were still out there. I think, I think this might be the only phone box in Guernsey. <laughs> well, don't let them, if, they, you know, if they've been clearing them or whatever, or like disposing of them, don't let them uh, you know, get rid of it while you're in it. So um, just keep one, yeah, keep one eye on the, uh, what's going on outside. You could be dumped. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry. Banter, it's just really good banter. It's really good. It's got, yeah. Really, yeah, it's got exactly the reaction I was looking for. Right, well, let's talk it's, about... It's, it's, right, it's right in the heart of town, this phone box. Uh, so there's, uh, there's just a lot of people around, a lot of people outside just like wondering what I'm doing. And they, they just, they all really enjoyed that bit of banter, I can tell. Good stuff. Well, let's talk cricket then. Um, because, uh, yeah, we've had the, the first day... Uh, down in Hobart, um, England choosing to field and making a very good start to the day, has to be said, um, reducing Australia to 12 for three or three for 12 um, uh, in other money. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a, a cracking start. Um, Warner fell to Robinson, Kawaja to Broad and uh, Labashane to Broad eventually. But that was after um, uh, Ollie Robinson had got Steve Smith um, for a second baller. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was a fantastic start. But from there, Australia battled back and battled back pretty swiftly. Um, England slightly wayward at times, as to be said. Uh, Travis Head back in the side um, for this test match, making 101 before um, being dismissed on the very next ball. Yeah, a real sort of swashbuckling innings from him at 12 fours amongst it. Um, Cameron Green made 74 and it's Carey and Stark at the crease when the rain came, just uh, just under 60 overs bowled on this opening day. Australia going at four and over to finish 241 for six. When I woke, well, I woke up and checked the score in Australia. Yeah, we're 12 for three, Adam. Um, but yeah, from there, England, yeah, somewhat threw away that um, that impressive start. And, and Australia, you probably feel, have already got too many runs. Uh, yeah, I don't know, actually. I mean, it's, it was another... Uh, interesting day it's uh we're on a little run of decent you know of good days of test cricket in this series now which has taken quite a while to happen but finally like some cricket that that neutrals can probably enjoy as well because it was it was a bit of a seesaw day wasn't it as you say great start for England and um, Australia then came back uh very strongly but at the end of the day because of that good start I mean obviously it kind of it feels like a, a bad day for him or you know maybe not a great day for him because to some extent the wheels came off at certain times you know Mark Wood went at seven and over didn't he and you know and as you say Australia batted at really quite an impressive tempo um you know particularly Travis Head Cameron Green as well and when they went at four and over all told and yeah it felt like England were quite sloppy particularly towards the end of the day but actually Australia finished what 240 for six I mean if England are feeling positive, they could think, well, yeah, we'll go out tomorrow. We're into the tail now, albeit a strong tail that Australia have got. But, you know, if they can can clean up the remaining wickets and, and keep them to under 300, actually, 
England are well in the game still. So because they had such a strong start, it's uh, I think it's it is or it, on the face of it, it's even Stevens. But yeah, you don't have much confidence in England's ability to bat and post more than. 200, 250, certainly not beyond 300. So if Australia go out tomorrow morning and, and Mitchell Stark clatters a few and, you know, they get up to more like 350, then uh, then it's going to be very tough. But yeah, I thought it was a an interesting day, a really interesting day. And I mean, Travis Head probably the, well, the Travis Head definitely the, the star of the day. That was a, a very impressive innings. You, you said it was swashbuckling, kind of swashed everybody's buckles, didn't it? And that, that's why his second hundred of the series um, yeah, we, just, we probably wouldn't have been that wary of, of head going into the series. You know, clearly there were bigger fish in the team um, that England would have been more scared of. But yeah, for, he's had a bloody good ashes. Definitely. And yeah, you do, in a sense, you kind of wonder how this is, how, how it's turned out the way it has, given that, yeah, before the series, the players we would have been most worried about, the, the batsmen we would have been most worried about were Warner. And Smith and, and Labuschagne and the bowlers we would have been well I mean certainly on the preview the bowlers I said I was most worried about were Hazelwood and Lyon obviously Hazelwood's been injured for four tests and didn't play much of a part in the first Lyon's done well but not you know he hasn't kind of stolen the show in this series and Warner and Smith have both had pretty underwhelming series and yet England are 3-0 down and you know and have been completely trounced so far so, you know, uh, and that, that's a, a good news story for Australia, isn't it? Because they're, they're kind of key men in this series. You know, it has come from unexpected quarters, like Travis Head, like Cameron Green, like Scott Boland. And that's, you know, that's perhaps bad news for England fans looking and, you know, thinking, looking to the future. But very good news for Australia fans. Yeah, quite. Um, it was, an, well, as you say, it was an entertaining day's cricket all round. I mean, there's some some uh, some sort of eye-catching moments. Labashain's dismissal in particular um, from Broad, where he sort of lost his footing, ended up flat on his face, and, and Broad um, exuberantly celebrating as the stumps were clattered. Um, so that was uh, that was a nice moment. Um, yeah, I think in terms of the the personnel that England have got now uh, on the bowling front, Ollie Robinson only bowled eight overs. Um, was having a bit of back trouble. Um, yeah, as you say, Mark Wood took a bit of tap. Um, Wokes as well went fairly briskly. No Anderson in the in the lineup. I mean, have England got a bit of a problem in terms of, of the rest of the Test match? Yeah, it's another strange selection for me. <laughs> Yet another strange selection in this series to not pick a spinner. I don't want to bang on about Jack Leach again, but you know, I, I don't quite understand how England have got themselves into a situation where they keep not picking a spinner. I mean, I know that in Hobart with conditions like this, it's kind of, it's all around the pink ball. It feels like it's all set up for the seamers and the spinner might not have that much part to play. But we saw today, I mean, Joe Roots ended up bowling quite a bit and particularly because Ben Stokes can't bowl and you're just picking four seamers. That is a risk and it's a risk that, you know, that has, that has come back to bite them already. So, yeah, I, I just think you've got to play a spinner. And if they don't trust Jack Leach, you know my feelings on Jack Leach. And, you know, I do have more confidence in him than they seem to. But if they don't trust Jack Leach to play, what, like, why is Don Bess on the tour if they don't trust him to play either? And, you know, so, so I, I, don't, I don't really get it. And I felt like Leach was starting to get into a bit more of a rhythm and he took those four wickets and it just feels very odd. And I, I don't quite understand why they pick Wokes. I, I know, again, it's like, in Hobart, it's a bit cooler, cloud cover, the pink ball. You feel like Wokes should have more of a role to play there. But firstly, he's had 
very little cricket. And secondly, it's just he just isn't a good bowler in Australia. I think we've established that now. Um, so it, yeah, it's another it's it, it's another strange one for me, unfortunately. Yeah, and I guess we've already now got one eye on what's to come. And yeah, England. I mean, who yeah are England going to go with a spinner to the West Indies? Presumably so, but but who's that going to be? And yeah, what why why leave out Leach at this point? Um, who, who's that going to be, and why? I mean, yeah, it's just that thing that. Yeah, all right. The spinner may not have had that much of a role to play in an attacking sense today, but when Mark Wood's going at eight and over, you know, it, you need an option, don't you? You need an option to change things up and and try and tie down an end. And it's just as we saw in Adelaide when they played those those five seamers, and you know, kind of five medium paces, it all becomes very one dimensional, and the batsman can kind of settle into a group, which means that Joe Root has to bowl a lot, and he, you know, he does a a job, but he's not a he's not a Test match spinner really. So yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm not keen. Tone is what I'm trying to say. Uh, well, let's wrap it up in a sec. Um, the first Ashes Test for Hobart, and it was good to see a really good crowd there. Um, obviously, slightly disappointed when the rain came um, towards the end, but um, yeah, clearly well supported. It's just it's just nice to see a, yeah to see a different venue in play. Definitely, and, I, and I've got to say, it looks pretty nice in Tasmania. <laughs> the you know the kind of the, the shots they were showing from around the ground and everything um beautiful absolutely beautiful and as you say good crowd in um and and because of the conditions being slightly different and the fact it was a you know a longer night session it just had a very different feel about it didn't it didn't it very different feel to, to what we've seen so far so yeah it was it's nice it, a change is as good as a rest tone, as they Absolutely. say. It's nice um, to have something a bit different. You know, good good for the old time zone as well. You know, able to see a fair bit more of it um, this morning, or certainly will be able to, you know, over the course of the weekend. So good news all round. Good news all round. Does anyone, you know, how many people still care about, about England's uh, performance down under, do you think? Are you getting stopped in the street? <laughs> yeah, well, no. I mean, there's a, as I say, there's a big crowd amassed outside the phone <laughs> box here. They can't hear what you're saying, but that doesn't really matter, does it? They just want yeah, to hear really. their opinion. Yeah. That's uh that's the World Cricket Show audience. Well, let's leave it there. Um big win for South Africa, by the way. You'll have seen that. Um, seven wickets in that decisive test in Cape Town. So we'll talk a bit about that at some point, I'm sure, as well. But um, we'll be back with more Ashes Dailies over the next three or four days. Um, we'll see how it pans out in Hobart. And uh, yeah. Bye bye for now, Adam. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye from me, and it's bye from Bayfield.